Welcome to the podcast. I have a special guest, Jonathan Gibson, on the podcast today. Jonathan Gibson is a operations manager with Amazon and a jiu-jitsu blue belt right now. Somebody, and you train how many times in the gym usually? Uh, probably about three or four times a week. Usually going about three or four times a week, man. How's everything going with that? How's it been? I know you had the injury for a little bit. How's life been with that? Yeah, I had the injury. It's almost been a year now since I got injured. So November of last year, I was out for a few months. Um, I took that opportunity to kind of sharpen up my personal life while I was out injured, uh, focused on lifting during that time, mm-hmm. upper body stuff, uh, just to stay active even while I was injured and then made the comeback as soon as I could. Yeah, and you guys are in a pretty nice gym down here in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, it's uh, Bill's Jiu-Jitsu out on San Jose. Um, it's a bigger facility. It used to be across the street, pretty small gym at that point, but um, it's been a while since he moved to the bigger facility. It's really nice over there. Yeah, I've looked at some of the photos on Google. It looks like it's a good group of people that go and train in that gym. Yep. Um, he has a competition team too, so he is uh, he's actually a former world champion from Brazil, mm. um, two-time world champion, so he's an old-school guy. Um, yeah, there's a competition team, and then uh, there's actually a good kids program and everything there, so it's a nice, well-rounded gym. And what's, um, what's your role been in that gym, working out there? Um, I came in as just a new guy, a white belt. I was actually a power lifter um, into heavy weightlifting before I got into jujitsu and uh, realized that all the muscle in the world was not going to help me in a fight. <laughs> uh, so I yeah. got into working on my skills and grappling and um, working on some cardio, obviously, to uh, be able to use all the muscle that I had. Yeah, I've seen some of the um, photos on Google, and I've seen you in a bunch of those photos there, yeah. man. It looks like you guys have a lot of fun over there at that gym. Yeah, it's a good gym. He's open uh, seven days a week now, so um, really nice spot over there. And your skill set, it's constantly developing. You feel like you're constantly evolving as a fighter in that gym? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to focus more on getting the fight to the ground myself now. Um, a lot of jujitsu guys, some of them are guard pullers, which mm-hmm. is uh, not not a favorable thing to have if you're in any kind of street altercation. So you want to be able to get the fight to the ground. Um, so drilling a lot of takedowns right now. And then once it gets to the ground, um, I'm, I'm pretty solid down there. Yeah, man. And like when you're looking at the self-defense, that's big in personal life or <clears throat> professional life, right? Yeah, um, just having the confidence, the confidence to engage anybody at work, um, knowing that you can handle yourself, mm-hmm. you're not going to back down from anybody because you have the confidence, you know that if, if something does happen, you're going to be good. Do you see people sometimes that are too timid and too shy and like you think like, oh, if they came to the gym and actually trained with me and worked with me, like they'd be better, they'd be more equipped to be more confident in work? Uh, yeah, so... Um, in our current position at Amazon, we have some managers that uh, will shy away from tough conversations, certain associates or even other managers that um, uh, maybe they feel threatened by them or they don't feel mm-hmm. confident enough to engage with those people. Um, but if you have the skill set like yourself where you're uh, trained in MMA or you're a grappler, wrestler, jiu-jitsu, um, you are not going to be afraid to step into those kind of situations. Right, yeah. And like when you look at your corporate career, in Amazon, like you've had a lot of growth within the operation and your growth within the operation has shifted you towards also now like more of like the corporate side of things, working in the leadership position and transitioning that into a lot of the finance that goes on behind the operation. Um, 
Talk about your growth within the operation and have you transitioned to that more of a little bit more of a corporate role. Yeah, um, I came in as a PA. I was a supervisor when Jax2 opened. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, so Amazon opening a facility here was a good opportunity for mm. me. Um, I had been working as a archaeological field technician. That's what I went to school for, archaeology. No kidding, that's uh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was trained in anthropology and archaeology. Um, and I was traveling a lot, so my wife was here at home, and I was uh, I was gone for 14 days where, at a time. Where are the travels to? Um, I my studies were focused on southeastern archaeology. Okay. Um, so I was up in Virginia. I did a job uh, working at the lighthouse uh, in Pensacola on the mm. air base or the Navy base. Mm -hmm. um, so I did a lot of stuff, but it was um, kind of contract archaeology it was like professional archaeology right so it wasn't academic archaeology it was actually my job um, but I was traveling a lot um, and I would only get probably two days out of every two weeks to come back with my wife uh, spend some time with her and that's a really important part of my life so I decided to leave the career that I was trained for in college behind and I got a job at Amazon. So you went to school for archaeology? Yes, I did. Associates, bachelors? Bachelors, yeah. Full bachelor's degree for archaeology. Yep. Yep. Like, you guys were out there searching <clears throat> for what? Like, uh, Mostly Native American um, sites and artifacts um, that I worked with. So uh, I worked on a, a job called Mountain Valley Pipeline mm -hmm. up in uh, Virginia. And uh, we were there was a highway coming through yeah. and we were seeing if any cultural sites, uh, Native American sites were impacted by the construction before it actually happened. So that was my job. This is very interesting right there. You interested in going back or you're good with the trajectory of your career right now? Uh, Amazon is difficult, but it is worthwhile. I've grown as a leader and as a person. Um, I'm in, I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. I'm also getting paid a lot better than I was before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, with hopefully more on the way. So um, yeah, I'm good with where I'm at right now. It would have to be a major life change for me to want to go back to archaeology at this point. Although yeah. I, do, I do, I do still enjoy it. You appreciated the work. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm still interested in it. Um, like when you look at Amazon, it's not easy work. It's not simple work. The day-to-day -day challenges are ever-evolving. It's literally in the description of ever-evolving fulfillment company. You're somebody that you started as a PA, assistant manager work. You went up to the area manager level. You're up at the operations manager level. You're constantly trending up. What are some of your keys to success? Um, so the first thing that I had to do was come in and learn the business as a PA. I didn't even know what a PA was. I had some retail management experience before um, I went into archaeology, so I was able to lean on that a little bit as a PA and kind of get in there, assess the situation mm. and see what was going on and what I needed to learn. Um, keys to success. Um, for me at Amazon, I am a self-motivated person. So I don't need outside stressors to drive me to perform. Mm -hmm. my, my performance is based on me holding myself to a high standard. So I use a lot of self-discipline um, and internal motivation to uh, drive myself at Amazon. Intrinsic motivation is super important. And like in this day and age, it can be hard to always be intrinsically motivated because you see so many things that are external whether it be just physical goods or experiences you think you need to go on. But 
actually just being that person and trying to improve your skill set every single day and figure out those ways to consistently consistently stay motivated all the time is a real big thing and you know your role and growth I've seen because you came into the area slash operations manager role about six months ago in a time where both your operations managers were removed from a 300, sometimes 350, 400 person operation. And you were given a brand new operations manager who's like, okay, I'm kind of short staffed on managers right now. John, I need you to be that next level manager immediately. And like you rose up and immediately adapted to that situation and had immediate impact. What was that like for you in there? Um, I relish those opportunities. I, I love to have opportunities to step up and I have a, an opportunity and an action-based mindset. So once I got in and got aligned with what you were trying to do with the shift, I understood what my role was going forward and I executed on that. So um, I really, really love a chance to step up and show how capable I actually am, and that was a good good opportunity for me to do that. It's been fun too. I, I'm I'm enjoying it greatly. Yeah, like finding times to just enjoy the day. Yeah, is super important. Getting laughter out of the day, being serious, of course, being fully focused, but being able to step back and just laugh at the day is super important. Yep, I agree. We um we are out there putting up big numbers right now, but we're also having a good time and. That is a really important skill to have mm-hmm. in a, mm-hmm. a very stressful job environment. It's loud in there. The uh, expectations are extremely high. It's hourly expectations. We're performing, but we're also having a good time. I'm still trying to work on that skill set. Like I try to improve on that every day. How can I have fun but continue to get better in the corporate setting and the operations setting every single day? Yeah, it's hard. I, um, I do some stuff outside of work to try to keep me... Um, even and kind of calm talk about that man there's yeah. a lot of people that just don't do enough outside of work yeah and i'm not saying you have to be like mr interesting but you got to do stuff outside of yeah. work uh, a couple things that i do i meditate um mm. i use zen meditation um, mm. so i practice on just having an open empty mind no yeah. thoughts where i can execute and take action from an empty mind uh so i meditate um when you were off this past week, I woke up at 3 a.m. Mm. every morning mm-hmm. uh, practicing the self-discipline there. And I um, get up and meditate for 15 minutes before smart. I do anything else. This is very smart. Uh, so I know that I'm coming in as sharp and as calm as I can be to uh, take action on the day. There's a lot of great scientific studies that go into meditation. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a valuable skill for anybody, especially if anybody is struggling with um, depression or anxiety or anything yep. like that. Uh, meditation... Uh, try to work that into your routine. It's a very important skill. And it's not like it's going to be an immediate fix to depression or anxiety. But if you combine that with other things, yeah, you're moving in a good direction. Yes, other things like exercise, Mm -hmm. training, um, weightlifting, Mm -hmm. running, jujitsu, MMA, whatever you're doing, boxing. Um, mm-hmm. That combined with meditation um, will help a lot for sure. You find other activities like hiking, artwork, yep. traveling. You don't have to get crazy and go on a $4,000 vacation, but you can just go travel locally in Jacksonville. There's trails all over the place. Cities have yep. trails in the woods all over the place and happy hour bars. A lot of things you can do to combine stuff to help you feel better. Yep. I also um, 
combine those two things with um, a kind of general mindset that I have. I read about stoicism, uh, which is an old... I just um, got a book on stoicism. Yeah. What is that about? It's an old uh, Greek and Roman style of philosophy, which is um, where I learned about controlling the controllable. Mm. It's a very old concept. Um, and stoicism really helps me understand just how to think about things and how to execute. So uh, if I run into an issue where I'm feeling, um, starting to feel my emotions rise or get yeah. angry or whatever it is, I just ask myself, can I control this? Yes or no. Um, and then if I can control it, I take action mm. in the right direction. Mm -hmm. If I cannot control it, I get it off my plate. I I'll, can't worry about it. I'll give it. you a lot of credit. There's you have a great ability to just control your emotions, stay level-minded, stay focused on the goals, and not let stuff get to you whatsoever. Yeah, and stoicism is a huge part of that. Um, controlling the controllable is uh, a very, very powerful mindset. You um, Do you do a fair share of um, personal development and personal growth? Yep, I, um, I'm into behavior modification, mm -hmm. so I am always objective about um, what I'm doing in my personal time and, and also at work. And is this effective? Is this making me better? Um, can I remove this altogether? Mm -hmm. uh, what is the impact it's having on my life? And if it's something that is not doing me any good or wasting my time or making me inefficient, I will remove it. Yeah. Life is big on, you know, how efficient are you? How effective are you? You don't want to have too many time-wasted activities. Like if you're watching Netflix for nine hours a day, you might be making a mistake there. Yep, you are uh, losing time. Our yeah. time is not unlimited here and you are, I don't, I don't want to say anybody's wasting their time, but that is not an efficient way to use your time there. We talk about that a lot at work, man, capitalism. Yep. Yeah, like it's you're not finding ways to grow. Unfortunately, you're sort of getting behind, and that's it. Kind of sucks. Like it's just yeah. a system and a situation that we're in. And if you don't know how to be proactive within that system, you want to figure out ways to get proactive in that system so you don't fall behind. Yeah, um, unfortunately, it is the only game in town right now. So you gotta you gotta figure out how to thrive in the the world that we live in. There's a lot of ways to too, Uber. You know, the, shit, the whole sharing economy of Uber, Lyft, all the Airbnb platforms, Turo. There's a lot of ways that you're already doing things that if you switch to the internet, you can earn a lot of income on some of those things that are right there. Yeah, that's, um, that's a really big market that is uh, happening right now is making money online. Um, yeah. There's a lot of ways to do that now. That's something that I need to be better about myself. My friends in Miami... They're all about that, man. Yeah. Like they are huge on it. Internet marketing, network marketing, attraction marketing. I mean, these guys are making big money down there just doing it all online from their cell phones, from their laptops while traveling the world. It's a very interesting lifestyle that they have going on. Yeah. There. There's uh, my brother's doing that a little bit with his real estate uh, business. My wife is also actually working on her license right now, too. Um, Tim is making a lot of money up there near Atlanta. Tim is up north of Atlanta, mm -hmm. so he is in the number one uh, brokerage up there where he lives, and um, 
the guy that owns the brokerage is the other top salesman. Tim is the number two. It's a good combo. And he is, uh, he's making money. He sold a million dollar house recently. You told um, me about that yeah, at work. Yeah, man. He, uh, he made a lot of money on that. He made enough money to buy a brand new sports car <laughs> cash just off of one sale. Yeah. And he asked me if that was a good idea. I said, yes, don't ask me that question. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I love yeah. sports cars. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gave him fair yeah. advice there. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's working out well for him. He did say that um, it took him several months to actually build the pipeline and the customer base to actually sell these houses. Yeah. Uh, it took him about six months to actually be profitable. Um, but once he got going, he is uh, he's making some big money. He's big on intrinsic motivation, self-driven dude. Similar similar guy to me. Um, very, very personal, personable, yeah. um, mm -hmm. outgoing guy and uh, great great salesman he has a really good um system of connections up there too he's been up there since he was 18 he's mm. uh, 40 now okay so he knows everybody in that town and uh he is capitalizing on it people skills are so important yeah he is uh he is awesome at that it's a really funny guy one of the funniest guys i've ever met i've met a lot of guys he's one of the funniest ones you're you're good with people skills and you basically just ask people hi how are you how are you doing and over time they just understand that you're there you're gonna say hi you're gonna say hello you're a human being like there's yep. no like discrepancies whatsoever with that yeah I um, that's something that I kind of did naturally as a leader at Amazon I I always make it a point to learn my associates names um, and I even remember associates names from three years ago three mm -hmm. and a half years ago from my first team when I was a PA and I'll still just say hi to them um, mm -hmm. in the hallway when I see them but it is an uh, important skill for leaders to have so that their, their associates or whoever they are, whether you're in the military or in the private sector, know that you know who they are, they yeah. exist, and that you care enough to actually say something to them. So it's uh, uh, one of our leadership principles is earning trust, mm -hmm. and this is a very important way to earn trust. Do you model your leadership style off of anybody, anything? I know you like to watch the... Um the uh, Jocko Willichit podcast, like how um, do you do you model leadership styles after anything? Yeah, I have learned a lot from Jocko. Um, Good I podcast. would say a lot of the stuff that I have learned is from him, but also from all the leaders that I've had at Amazon. Um, all the ops managers, AMs, um, Kind of like jujitsu, where if, if you're getting crushed by somebody and they have a really good move, yeah, you're gonna try to remember that move and mm -hmm. see if you can add that to your game. So Jocko, I've learned a lot of solid moves from him and all the other leaders at Amazon, yourself included. Um, I try to take that stuff into my game and just keep getting better. What was Jocko's role in the military? He was a task unit commander in the Navy SEALs. Uh, he was um, deployed to Ramadi yeah. in, that, um, in that role. And he was actually an enlisted guy that uh, came back in as a SEAL officer and then worked up from there. So he was prior enlisted, got sent to college, then came back in as an officer knowing what the enlisted kind of go through and uh, became an awesome officer. And I, I guess I'm kind of similar, obviously I'm not in the military, but I was basically enlisted as a PA and then transitioned into uh, area manager, which is technically officer ranks at Amazon, so. This what's nice about personal development is you tend to model the behavior of those that you listen to consecutively. Yes. Um, I definitely have learned a lot from Jocko. Shout out to Jocko. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beast. You're, um, 
you have a life of a father, man. What's yeah. that been like? How is that going? Uh, amazing. It's uh, this morning the weather kind of cooled off, and I was able to wake my daughter up and go push her on her tree swing in the cool weather. Yeah. And, you know, make pancakes with her and just hang out and enjoy my day off. So it's uh, it's amazing to go have a hard day at work and come home, and your wife and daughter are there, and everything's good. It's it's awesome. That you're consistently working towards that, consistently working to improve that, and that continuous yeah. improvement is sending you in a good direction there. Yeah, I actually started working uh, jujitsu with her. She is 21 months old. I dare <laughs> anybody to get a quicker jump on on jujitsu than me and her. She's uh, we're playing Crazy Horse. It's a Gracie Games uh, jujitsu game where she's working on back control on Daddy's back right at 21 months. Yeah. She's gonna be a tough cookie as she yeah. gets older. I, uh, in my opinion, um, I think it's irresponsible to bring a a woman into the world that does not know how to defend themselves. Yeah. So I, I take that as my responsibility to make sure that if some uh, chump thinks that they can take her down to the ground and do whatever they want, they are gonna be very surprised once they get on the ground. Very surprised. So I've seen some very effective females in yep. MMA and Jiu-Jitsu. It's a very good move to yeah, do that there. That is my goal. Well, she will not be taken advantage of. John, you're moving past the 20-minute mark here. Um, it was very good to have you on here. We touched a lot of good subjects, got into some stuff. I didn't even know you were into archaeology. I think that's awesome. It was very unique there. And um, you know, we have a lot of these podcasts coming on, man. We um, definitely want to welcome you back on sometime soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Bobby. Thanks for the uh, opportunity to be on here.